0: What does Motion sound like? With Hands free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of Motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com/socks.
1: It's Valentine's Day and you know what that means. Love and music is definitely in the air, Fernando.
2: Oh, but wait, is that Justin Bieber at the door with a box of chocolates and a new album?
1: An actual knock at the door. Or is it Monster X with their new album?
2: Whatever it is, we're going to talk <laughs> about both this week. And we're going to catch up with the new 007 singer herself, Eilish. Billy Eilish
1: her theme song sounds slightly different than that but mm-hmm. we're also gonna hear from Tame Impala a boogie with da hoodie Quavo Huey freaking Lewis and my little like classic rock heart I grew up on classic rock my dad would be so proud it's beating
3: road, it's
1: and we have a lot more to get through but before we keep going Fernando are you gonna answer that door because there's a knock
2: um Chelsea, there's really not anybody at the door. So let's get oh. this party started. Okay. <laughs> that was fake. Let's get this party started. <laughs> it's New Music Friday. Time to break down this week's biggest releases. I'm Fernando Ventura.
1: And I'm Chelsea Briggs. Welcome to Billboard's first stream live. Go.
3: Picture perfect. You don't need no Just make them drop dead, you a
1: killer Alright, first up, believers, Your wait is over Justin Bieber's fifth studio album Changes dropped today And why waste any time, Fernando? Let's dig right in So we just heard a little bit of last weekend's SNL Intentions performance with Quavo But now, here's a collaboration That wasn't released in advance Forever, featuring Post Malone and Clever.
3: Do you wanna look at me
0: forever Ever, ever
3: you
1: now, with the album's release, we also got a chance to hear Lil Dickie teaming up with Justin on Running Over while Travis Scott joins in on this track, Second Emotion.
2: And of course, we've already heard Yummy and the remix with Summer Walker, both of which are on the album. But this week, Florida Georgia Line revealed that a country version of Yummy is dropping February 19th. What? I'm here for it.
1: That's crazy. I love it. Yeah.
2: We're going to cover that next week on First Stream Live, of course. Mm -hmm. But as we revel in all the new Justin Bieber music we're getting, Zayn Lowe sat down with Justin to discuss the album. And you can see the whole interview on Apple Music as of Saturday. But let's look. Listen to a little of what Justin had to say right now.
0: I'm friggin' married now, and I got the best wife in the world. She supports me through so much. I'm really honored to be her husband, and I just really you've made a whole album about it. It's you know this is an album I wrote in the first year of our marriage. You know, so it's like it's so fresh, and there's you know there's no there's so much more to learn about commitment and you know building trust and foundation. I'm just I'm looking forward to continuing to build and make music that's going to reflect that.
2: And now we have Billboard's Jason Lipschutz here with us to talk about the album. So Jason, Justin is really opening up about his Mm -hmm. personal life on Changes. Is this his most personal album yet?
0: I think so, for sure. I, I mean, I think that if you listen to this album and you listen to Purpose or any other uh, Justin albums from the past, you definitely hear a newfound maturity. This is really, to me, his first adult album. Purpose was personal in points where, you know, he was apologizing for past transgressions, but he was still learning how to kind of make his way in the world. Changes definitely is the sound of an artist who is settled down both within his romantic life, but also in his personal life. And I, I think that in terms of... Being personal, he really unpacks what that entails. Everything about their relationship is on display, pretty much. And then also talking about his faith, talking about his struggles and kind of overcoming everything. This is definitely his most personal to date.
1: And how do you expect the album to perform? I mean, is it going to make a big impact for Justin? This is a big deal.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's interesting because I'm, I'm sure people will listen to this album and want more really like up-tempo dance tracks. Uh, they want their next "Sorry." They want some of the songs that he's collaborated on with DJ Khaled and Major Lazer. That's just not where his head is at right now. But I, I do think the fans are, are going to really enjoy this. I'm interested to hear how songs like Yummy and Intentions translate to a stadium stage. Because, you know, as you know, he's played stadiums mm. with a, a very choreography-heavy setup. And songs like "Yummy" and the rest of this album are not conducive to something like that. So that'll be fascinating to me. But I think that dipping back into R&B for fans of uh, his 2013 project journals, they're gonna love this one. And I think fans of, of just his voice, he sounds great on the album. He sounds confident. Um, I think people are gonna really like it. Yeah, these
3: are my only ten-
0: Seems so far away.
2: That's Billie Eilish following up her five wins at the yes. Grammys. With a performance at last Sunday's Oscars on ABC. I know you saw this. Ah. She and her brother, Phineas, of course, they teamed up for a somber take on the Beatles classic yesterday. They did such a great job. But before she even took the stage, Billy stole the show from the audience with hilarious, what is going on facial expressions?
1: (laughs) I was dying. (laughs) She was literally mood. And I feel like she's just as shocked
2: as the rest of us.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be using those memes for years. But. All that was only the beginning of Billy's big week, which ended with a new track that left us shaken and, I have to say, stirred. Mm. The 25th James Bond film, No Time to Die, doesn't arrive until April 10th, but we now have the theme song with the same title, and Billy is officially the youngest person ever to record a theme song for a 007 film, which is insane. Mm. She co-wrote it with Phineas, her brother, and the haunting piano and intimate vocals create a perfect vibe for what we're expecting to be the first. Final film of the more somber Daniel Craig era of James Bond. Now, let's go ahead and dive right in. Here's no time to die.
2: Billy has done so much in a short period of time. There's even a documentary about her coming soon. Mm -hmm. It's expected out sometime this year, and Billboard's Lindsay Havens talked to the singer about it on the Grammys Red Carpet. That was last month.
1: Yeah. You have a documentary coming up. Are you going to watch it before it comes out? Girl, I hope so, because I better get some say in what's in it and what's not. Dude, they have filmed some stuff that I'm like... Please don't put that in there. Like, just me being annoying or whatever. Um, But yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it for sure. I'm excited. Do you feel like there's anything that we don't know about you yet? Hella Hella Dude. All right. Next up, fans of Monster X are still recovering from the departure of the original member Won Ho, but the now six-member Korean group is ready to break further into the American pop mainstream. And now this week we have their first ever English language album, which is pretty awesome. Yeah,
2: my friend's daughter, she is actually she's just enthralled with Korean culture, no now, way. especially because of K-pop, and she loves Monster X. Uh-huh. She's taking Korean language classes.
1: The effect that Monster X, BTS, NCT one two seven have on their fans, like that's really wild. And I kind of love to hear that.
2: I mean, and the great thing here is that now she'll be able to listen to Monster X in Korean as well as English. So that's so
1: great. This is is excellent news. Definitely. Well, all about love arrived actually this week, and the set features some previously released singles like Who Do You Love, featuring French Montana. Get out the door. Someone, Someone, and Middle of the Night are also on the track list along with Love You, and we are still singing along to that one. And yes, Monster X, we definitely know what you mean. Now let's listen to a brand new track we finally got to hear today, Beside You featuring Pitbull.
3: You want it all, you deserve it, cuz maybe yeah. you are strong. No matter where you are tonight. I'm fly around the whole world to find you i know you could be that you know I will leave oceans behind you
1: and you know what fernando actually below where i'm sitting right now at uh-huh. 971 amp radio in la in my station downstairs uh-huh. monza x just i was just with them i just took a picture with them they did a performance and also a q and a so here's what they had to
0: say why an album all about love? Like why? Why that topic? Why now? Uh, Cause you know, love is the best thing what we can do, and Whoa. yeah, and as a humanity, and, and you know, there's a uh, lots of way to express love, and that's why we prepared like eleven, twelve tracks. Uh huh. Is there a song that you love to perform so far yeah. from the new record? Mm, I say, Middle of the Night. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry
3: for that.
2: All right. This has been a week to die for Ooh, in Sam Smith uh-huh. land. See what I did there? Yeah, I like.
1: I liked it. You did great. Very clever. One day
2: after literally opening a wig <laughs> shop in London. <laughs> Sam snatched our wigs by announcing the release date and title Uh of their long-awaited third studio album. My wig is on the floor. It is called, that's right, To Die For, and it's arriving on May 1st, but back to that wig shop. Yes,
1: please, back to the wig shop.
2: It's an actual shop featuring just about every hairstyle Ooh. you could ask for, and it was open for business on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday this week in London's Soho neighborhood. This wig shop was set up to promote the album's first single, which landed today. Yes. The album is called To Die For, the shop is called To Die For, and the single, I'll give you just one guess, what do you think it's,
3: it's called? It's To Die For. <laughs> Couples holding hands on a runway, play. They're
1: my Sam also talked a little more about that in an interview with Zane Lowe for Apple Music.
2: To Die For, for me, is a song that if I didn't release it soon, it would die for me. Mm, <laughs> the yeah, sentiment yeah. would die for me because it's about something that I felt very much last year. And I still feel it because I'm still single. What it's, is it? It's not loneliness. It's more like um, a yearning. a a yearning a yearning i got a taste i got a taste of what it would be like to spend your time with someone
0: and i want that i want that again
2: we are listening to it might be time but i think we all agree that it's definitely time for musical mastermind kevin parker's fourth album as tame impala yeah it has been nearly a half decade (laughs) since the release of the psych soul masterpiece currents in 2015 And if you are a Tame Impala fan, we have been waiting for so long. Like you are. I know. You're a big fan. Definitely gonna have this album on repeat this weekend. Kevin's kept busy as a producer to the stars, of course, but today, Tame Impala's new record, The Slow Rush, has arrived. The main topic of The Slow Rush is, no surprise, time. There are songs about obsessing over the past and sharing anxiety over the future. Here's a little bit more of the track, It Might Be Time, where Kevin taunts himself about potentially losing his mojo. Meanwhile, on posthumous forgiveness, he confronts a complicated relationship with his late father, who died in
3: 2009. We decided to take our-
2: It's the most introspective Tame Impala album yet and full of sonic experimentation, which is exactly what I expect from Tame Impala. Kevin tells Billboard's Tatiana Serasano all about it. And you should check out that full interview on Billboard.com, it's up there right now. Here is a little bit of Kevin talking about making his vocals more prominent than ever on this record.
0: Every album I've done, I've regretted mixing the vocals so low because being the singer and the mixing engineer, that being the same, person is kind of deadly. The setup of Tame Impala makes it kind of deadly because it's like with other artists, even if the artist is doubting it, by then it's out of their hands, you know? Mm-hmm. But when it's me carrying it's it the you whole can way, keep it's, going. it's me carrying the yeah, torch. Yeah, that makes total sense actually. It's There's no passing of the torch, it's uh-huh. me the whole way, you know? uh-huh. So that creates opportunities for me to f it up. Uh-huh. And so every am I've done, I've been like, mm-hmm. Kevin, just f- just like let the people hear your voice yeah let the people (laughs) listen to your words you know
1: have been like the king of my city. It is good to be the king, Fernando. Mm. I'm not saying yes, I is. am, but that's a boogie with the hoodie on <laughs> King of My City from his third studio album, Artist 2.0. Now, the new collection dropped today, and it's actually the follow up to 2018's Hoodie Season, which peaked at number one on the Billboard 200. Now, it's no surprise that a boogie attracted a ton of high profile guests on his latest project. We've got features from the Baby, who's killing it right now, Roddy yep. Rich. Young Thug, Summer Walker, plus Lil Uzi Vert appears on this track called Love Is Art.
3: And me and nigga, go round for round.
1: A Boogie also linked up with another past collaborator last year who was featured on Clee's song Right Back. And Clee then returns the favor by showing up on the Artist 2.0 track Another Day Gone
2: billboards carl lamar caught up with a boogie this week and they talked about his work with khalid cooking up with khalid is a very
0: cool moment because first of all i live a whole different life than him.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: even though we both celebrities and all that He's at a whole different lane than me and, mm-hmm. and I look up to that lane. Mm-hmm. I respect every genre and every mm-hmm. lane, so just being with Khalid in the studio, period, like, it's a blessing right. just that I can do that coming from where I come from.
2: In the interview, A Boogie also discussed his overall music release strategy and how he
0: likes to stay away from the idea of singles. I love the fact that I really could switch lanes and play around with my sound because mm-hmm. to me it's all about the art and the creativity mm-hmm. so when I'm making my songs nowadays it's not it's not about the one song it's about the the follow-up and, mm-hmm. and this move right home driving in your car for a whole hour listening to an a Boogie album and that's the best part about me I can't just drop a single and call it a single no more I don't I don't even drop singles mm-hmm. I, I just drop songs but I want to drop a song and I want people to hear it but I feel like a single is more commercial mm-hmm. you know? and I do commercial when I want to do commercial. I go over my my vibe more and timing more.
1: All right, next up, let's talk hip-hop trio Migos. The guys are back, thank goodness. They're teaming up with Travis Scott and Young Thug for a new track called Give No I don't know why I went up on the (laughs) (laughs) But I felt, it felt right in the moment. exciting to have the new track, but we're also looking ahead to the Migos project, Culture 3. Of course, the upcoming set will be the follow-up to 2018's Culture 2, which debuted at the top of the Billboard 200 album's chart. Needless to say, though, fans have been dying for info about the new album. So here's Billboard's Carl Lamar again to help us out. He's always helping us out. Yes, He He caught up with Migos member Quavo at the Grammys and got his intel on Culture 3. We're working on culture three right now. Um, It should be dropping this summer, Uh,
0: so just be ready. We're working real hard. We've been in the studio countless hours, none sleep, not even going home to get rest, so hope y'all be ready for it. I know a couple fans were scared because, you know, Offset was saying this might be the last one. Is it the last Mego album?
1: The last chapter. It's the last chapter of culture, you know what I'm saying? We got culture one,
0: culture two, culture three. It's now it's time to like close that moment of culture. It's time to move on as the Migos to another journey in life. And y'all will pretty much see out the culture three, but it's not like the end of Migos or nothing. It's the last chapter of culture.
2: That is While We're Young. As yes. we move on now to a very welcome return. <sighs> and Chelsea, I have a feeling you're going to be overjoyed by this. I'm
1: yeah. very excited.
2: A couple of years ago, Huey Lewis' performing career seemed to be over due to his hearing issues.
1: But we have good news today. So yes. as we celebrate Valentine's Day with Weather, the first new album of mostly original material from Huey Lewis in the news since 2001's Plan B, the guys also now have a stage musical. I love this. What? I'm so excited. The nerd in me that like... I grew up on classic (laughs) rock is so excited about this, Fernando. I could, like, pee my pants or scream or one of the two. I don't know. Those are drafts. Now you'll
2: have to go and see it. It's called The Heart of Rock and Roll, appropriately enough.
1: Yes. And there's a documentary film that's being made. So as for the album, they've been working on the songs for several years. One in particular, as Huey told Billboard's Gary Graff, dates back two whole decades.
3: You know, they all have different stories. I mean, the oldest one is uh, Her Love Is Killing Me, which Chris and I wrote at least 20 years ago. And then we just couldn't get it right for some reason. You know, we just never did. And then we resurrected it once in a session and we decided we are going to play it live. We tried it with a drum machine and then busted it into the whole band halfway through. Oh, that's going to be cool. And it wasn't. <laughs> and then we tried that for a tour. It didn't work. And I don't know what happened, but somehow we resurrected it again, and it it got real groovy. And, you know, it's funny because it's such a simple song, and the simple ones are the hardest ones to get right. And like a is me is kidding me,
2: Her life is kidding me. Ah! Huey also talked to Billboard about the current state of his hearing, which he ranks on a one to 10 scale that changes almost daily. Hmm. He wears hearing aids and has called band rehearsals when he feels he's improving, but he hasn't been able to consider playing live again. Head to billboard.com for the full interview, but here's Huey on whether he'd be satisfied with weather if it ends up being the group's final musical statement.
3: Yeah, I I suppose, I mean, I I, I think I've been comfortable with any one of the records that was our final statement, to be honest. I mean, I hope it isn't, and and I got a couple ideas already. We we wrote a song for the musical, you know, we wrote a new song. I can still write a little bit, I can still hear, I just, I mean, I, I can sing solo, you know, I can hear the chords, I can hear stuff in my head, but I can't sing to a band, because the music, when it gets loud like that, it resonates and distorts, and it just becomes cacophony. I can't find pitch.
2: All right, we have come to the end of our Valentine's Day show. Chelsea, how are you celebrating this year?
1: I mean, Fernando, what else do you expect? You know, I'm listening to new music and counting down to the BTS album in just one week. Oh, my God, my God.
2: BTS, one week. That's uh-huh. all you need to know to tune in to our next episode. Yes. Don't forget to join us every Friday on Billboard.com for your insider's guide to all the best new music. I'm Fernando Ventura. And
1: I'm Chelsea Briggs. And guess what? We'll see you next week on First Stream Live.
3: Go.